Hello, and welcome to the Christ Church Cathedral podcast. This is the sermon from our past Sunday, recorded live from the cathedral. We hope these words will really speak to your heart and mind. May the words of my lips and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. One of my many growing edges, as Lynn would likely tell you, is learning how to step back and see the bigger picture. I have to confess that COVID-19, and particularly how to navigate this pandemic as husband, father and priest, has absorbed a lot of my bandwidth. Now the gift of the church calendar is that it pushes us to readjust our focus from time to time. For the next five weeks, the church invites us to bend our gaze toward one of the greatest gifts that the church, uh, I'm sorry, that God has entrusted to our care. This precious and fragile planet we are privileged to call home. The global season of creation began last Wednesday on September the 1st and runs through until Sunday, October the 4th, the feast day of St. Francis of Assisi. During the season, Christians around the world give particular attention to caring and praying for God's creation. At our General Synod in 2019 in Vancouver, we passed a resolution adopting the season of creation in the Anglican Church of Canada. So our national church now recognizes this season as a time of prayer education and action and encourages all parishes and dioceses across this great land we inhabit to participate. And truth be told, COVID-19 and God's call to care for creation are not entirely unrelated. I'm not entirely sure, but one of the theories is that the virus came from an anteater, migrated to a bat, and at a wet market where sick animals and raw meat lie side by side, jumped to humans. As the Reverend Dr. Rachel Mash, environmental coordinator for the Anglican Church of Southern Africa writes, COVID-19 is only one example of a rising trend of diseases from Ebola to avian flu, from mad cow disease to swine flu, that have jumped from animal hosts into the human population. The the rising trend in such diseases, called zoonotic, is driven by the degradation of our natural environment. Deforestation, resource extraction, increased demand for animal protein, a, a rise in intense and unsustainable farming, the increased use and exploitation of wildlife, and of course, the climate crisis. Scientists are telling us that there's a link between how we care, or should I say fail to care, for our planet and pandemics. The theme for this year's international season of creation is oikos, a home for all. Oikos is a Greek word meaning house or home. 
One of the truths that a global pandemic has impressed upon us is our interconnectedness. Like it or not, we are all part of a worldwide human family. What affects one can affect us all. And like it or not, we all share a common home. Some ways I find it a tragedy that it takes a virus to highlight this truth. And our common home is under threat. There's no disputing it. The, the season of creation resources this year remind us that our web of life is coming apart at the seams. The, the population size of mammals and birds and fish and reptiles has shrunk by two-thirds in a single generation. Yes, two-thirds in a single generation. And in less than 30 years' time, scientists are predicting that there'll be more plastic in our oceans and fish. And it hardly takes a Hurricane Ida in Louisiana or flooding in New York or wildfires in California or Greece to recognize that climate change is pushing millions of our human family into poverty. And as much as I'd love to tell you otherwise this morning, James this morning hardly lets us off the hook. Now, I realize that Luther is not alone in wanting to sideline this letter of James, an epistle of straw, I think he termed it. At the same time, the, the point James makes to us in no uncertain terms is that what we say and what we do belong together. We can't have one without the other. As the message translates part of our epistle reading this morning, dear friends, do you think you'll get anywhere in this if you learn all the right words but never do anything? Does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? Isn't it obvious that, that God talk without God acts is outrageous non nonsense? Faith and works and works and faith fit together hand in glove. Now James is not saying to us this morning that we earn our salvation through what we do. Rather, James underscores for us that faith and indifference to the needs of our neighbor, indeed the needs of our environment, are simply incompatible. Faith is always a response by God's grace to God's prior reaching out to us. At the same time, faith is always, by God's grace, a reaching out to the real and pressing needs of our neighbors and indeed the needs of our common home. So who are those whose needs James is calling us to consider if what we do is to align with what we profess, if faith and works have to fit together like hand and glove, in Peterson's words. Well, in the hard-hitting words of retired Bishop Jeff Davies, our neighbours are those living downstream of our waste. 
Our neighbours are those whose lives are being upended by the climate change driven by our energy choices. Our neighbours are the succeeding generations who will inherit a vastly impoverished planet because of our patterns of consumption. And yes, our neighbours are all those living creatures who form part of the web of life on which we depend and who also depend on us to safeguard the creation God has entrusted to our care. You know, for a long time, when the church talked about sin, we often thought first of personal transgression against one another, especially those sexual in nature. Well, listen to what a patriarch of the Orthodox Church has to say. We've traditionally regarded sin as being merely what people do to other people. Yet for human beings to destroy the biological diversity in God's creation, for human beings to degrade the integrity of the earth by contributing to climate change, by stripping the earth of its natural forests or destroying its wetlands, for human beings to contaminate the earth's water and land and air, All of these, the patriarch concludes, are sin. That's why in the season of creation, confession may not be a bad place to start. We're screwed up. And we are still screwing up. And we need to change even if we don't particularly want to change. Please help us. Help us to help each other. So, so how then can we help each other to turn away from these destructive patterns and to live into the healthy relationship with ourselves and with our neighbours and with our planet that God intends for us all? Well, during this season of creation, in the midst of a pandemic, God is giving us a wonderful opportunity to ponder what kind of normal we want to return to. So what would it take, I ask? What would it take for our new normal to be one where, as a cathedral faith community, we encourage each other to take better care of creation by reducing how much food we waste, by avoiding single-use plastics wherever possible, where we keep each other informed and pray about social and environmental issues, where together as a community we, we bring our concerns about climate change to our elected officials locally and provincially and nationally. What, what would it take? May I conclude with the words of Archbishop Desmond Tutu. Resolving the ecological crisis of our planet is no longer a problem we can leave to the scientists. Just as we're all part of the problem, so we are also all part of the solution. 
We all need to come to terms with the forces that have created this crisis and the resources within our traditions that can motivate us to resolve the crisis. And one of those traditions, Archbishop Tutu reminds us, is our biblical heritage. Our biblical heritage this morning reminds us powerfully of our interconnectedness. Our biblical heritage this morning reminds us of God's call to walk the talk, to live what we believe, to align faith with action by confronting our own destructive patterns and by making better choices. So may God give each one of us here at the cathedral the grace to build back better for the health of our human family, for the health of our mammals and birds and fish and reptiles, and for the health of this planet, our common home. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Christ's Church Cathedral. Our original theme and audio engineering are done by Eduardo Farias. For more information, go to cathedralhamilton.ca. We hope you would join us again soon. Have a blessed day.